Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. <laughs> what you laughing at, Jay? You didn't hear the undercover brother little tag they had in I, the intro? I, I, I heard you, but I don't pay attention to that. It's these kids nowadays these kids. that work in our studio. I can play rough if you need me to. Why are you changing your voice? You don't need to change your voice, Jay. I no, keep kid, telling that's you that. how I do. That's how you sound. That's not how I sound. I sound like myself. <laughs> no, that does not sound like you. Yeah, hey, no, get some, the sound, no, no, Jay, some of those, play it back. Some of those promos were definitely not natural. Yeah, it's not natural. <laughs> it was natural because I did it. I sound, that, li- I sound like myself. That's I can play rough if you need me to. If you need me to. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Beverly like, Hills realtor right there, Keyshawn Johnson. Like Rocky Balboa doing those commercials in Rocky II. St- <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Yeah, well, you yeah. know how it is, man. They talk you to a lot of things in uh, life when you want to do certain things. You get certain producers and writers, and you try to execute. Yes, That's yes, indeed. All. By the way, um <laughs> Cam Newton making some headlines, guys, because he says he's throwing at Auburn's pro day. Listen to him. This is this is a free agent quarterback from his Twitter. Listen to this. Tell me how these randoms keep getting jobs. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna say. I can't wait to say. seeing a lot of people toiling the idea and it's official. I will be throwing at Auburn's Pro Day Tuesday. Ain't 32 months better than me. Yeah. So Cam will be 34 was, in a, May. That was like a promo. Was yeah. like a, a promo piece of content. Okay, for his... I sound uh, like at first I thought he was in church. Or yeah, something. I thought I was it was like, church too. I was like, is he a pastor? Did Cam become a pastor? He's, he's trying to draw attention to the fact that he feels, at least, he's going to be 34 in May. He's a free agent. He did not play last season. That they, he called them randoms, right? That some just kind of dudes who aren't so special are getting starting jobs and that, uh, you know, he should also have a job. I was a big proponent of him. Like, I thought he it, it was going to do work in New England. And by the way, he came two plays away from making the playoffs, but, but obviously he did not make the playoffs. They had a losing season. And the following year, they felt Mac Jones was a better direction to go in and actually had a better season with Mac Jones. So like I don't know as much as I was like come on Cam can still be this really good quarterback is he is he one of the best 32 quarterbacks on earth still key? One of the best 32. So now I have to go to the bottom of the barrel and I don't yeah, I don't like, really can you get know. get a starting job. Yeah, it's I don't know that he meant I don't know that he meant 30 I don't know that he meant starter. I think when he says these randoms, yes, right. I think I think he's saying these randoms like guys are getting signed Mm -hmm. for jobs and opportunities. Can he have a Randall Cunningham uh, Minnesota Vikings rebirth? Yes, he can. Can he have a Geno Smith rebirth? Yes, he can. Do I believe so? Yes, but all the pieces have got to birth. But go ahead. You I'm can't help yourself, right, Mac? You can't. Let's just one honest. time for me. But <laughs> I, I think he can in the right situations, right? What's the this right situation, be... Key? I, I, I think no, it's what, you that, know, so many times uh, when players say things out like, well, I should come back and play, I'm like, okay, 
you may be talented enough to come back and play, but does the situation warrant itself for you to play? Because a lot of this is politics, too. Well, yeah, but the, the politics, politics aside, can he get with an offensive system that understands his skill set and understands what he does wrong and what he does right and maximize that? Probably. Who that is at this present moment, I have no idea. But I've seen quarterbacks have good careers, struggle, come back to have good second-half careers. I've seen it. And so I'm not willing to say that he can't do it. I saw him in New England, pre-COVID, post-COVID, new system. I saw all of that. I saw all of that. And he entered into a tough situation because he was injured. He was let go late. All of those sort of things. Now he's been off a year. Now that you Let's see that, what Keith, it is. Now that you mentioned that, he was playing well and getting better and better. And, and the way I measure that is not by any given play. It's team success. The Patriots were doing better, better, and then he got COVID, and then he followed, he had some really bad performances. But he talked about a COVID fog even before he did. At the time, mm-hmm. I speculated about that on air because I was like, "Damn, he really looks." He went from looking better and better and better to bad. So that does make some sense. And I think what you said earlier, Key, about Ezekiel Elliott, when you think about him sixteen a year, nope. But at five a year, maybe that's some value. When you think Cam, starting star quarterback, no. But if you're just talking about a job in the NFL as a quarterback of the 64 jobs, including the backups, in the right situation, yeah, I think so. His best best situation should be, I want to get in. I just want to get in the game. Let me get in the game, which means let me become one of the 64. And then from there, I'm going to show y'all what time it is once I get my opportunity and my chance. Geno Smith-like. Geno Smith-like. So then what's the problem? I don't like, think there's a problem. He just, so, you know. Well, I mean, he didn't play for a whole series year. Series of unfortunate Oh, well, let me, but you remember Carolina last year. <laughs> Carolina was kind of like, uh, uh, yeah, it didn't work out after yes. the Arizona game. It was uh, two years ago after the Arizona Cardinal game. It didn't. It just didn't work I out. I agree. So he, he didn't play last year. He, he didn't and play. And he didn't get so wait, so That's my question. But if you remember. Hold on, Key. I do remember. I'm asking the question now. Like, what is the deeper issue that we don't think Cam is the reason why we don't see Cam with the job? Like, for me, it's like you see as a player as a dual threat, Max, like before COVID, he was playing well. Things were trending in the right direction. And granted, with the Panthers, that situation happened. But, like, for nobody to have calls last year I with think the injuries what, I that think occurred. That's why I brought up the Ezekiel Elliott point. I think the branding in the NFL can sometimes interfere with opportunity because you start to think of Cam and you think, oh, it's going to be a big deal. There's going to be a lot of media attention. He's not really – but if they were just evaluating everybody and saying, is this guy someone, if they didn't know his name, that we would maybe want as a backup quarterback on certain teams? Yeah, I think so. That's why I talk about the politics of it because you guys keep saying, well, excluding the politics or excluding – like all that stuff. Well, we already know. We already know when you talk about politics of it, like Max is saying. There's a certain number that people are willing to pay to put up with that. Is I'm saying. Cam Newton willing to take that certain number to just get a job to prove himself? He's in the proving stages right now. He's not. He's had his opportunity to go from starter to starter. Now he has to prove he can even play football all over again. And somebody's got to be willing to say he can come in. 
as our number two, just in case this guy gets hurt, we know he may be able to do it. So, Keith, let me ask you a question. Who's, who's, um, who's the loudest? I'm not saying loud. That's the wrong word. Like, what, what quarterback has the biggest brand as a number two guy right now in the NFL? The biggest brand that is the backup quarterback in the NFL. Maybe, maybe Marcus Mariota. Right. So I mean, is a good call. So, so most James Winston, James Winston, Winston, if he gets it, if okay. Well, he's in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, that's but that that brand is still nowhere close to the Cam's brand, right? Brock Purdy. Yeah. Okay. But still, that brand or Trey Lance, depending on that brand, still feels like it pales in comparison to Cam. So I I guess that's the question that any franchise has to ask: is if we are bringing Cam in, does that brand overwhelm the franchise? Right? Because when every other brand as a backup quarterback is a little bit more demure, a little bit more quiet, doesn't create hiccups. You know what it's like, Jay? It's like it's like the person applying for a job can't get a job, and they say you're overqualified. He's a little bit overqualified for the job in terms of not only his. His, uh, but he's got to go. But the, but the kind of uh, footprint he leaves. And right? also, you, we talk about this all the time, Keith, in the show. Like, you, you do, you've been the one to say it, where a lot of owners don't want the extra noise behind their quarterback, where all of a sudden it could divide the fan base because you talk about the sensitivity level of quarterback. So, but that's why he's got to go to the right place, though. Like, that's what I'm like, what's the I, right I place? don't know what the right place is. That's what I'm is. asking you, what the right place is. Yeah, okay, I don't, so I don't, wait, you mentioned, I mean, you mentioned Geno Smith. Let's say Geno was not the quarterback in Seattle and Pete Carroll took Cam Newton. Do you think they could win a lot of games with him? I think they could win a lot of games. I think they could probably do some of the same stuff that they did with Geno as well as a young Russell Wilson. So who is the coach like Pete Carroll out there? Who, who else like, would, that, would that apply? Wait, who's the backup in Seattle right now? They're going to draft a guy. Gonna draft maybe, a guy. maybe if Cam is, is amenable to work yeah, something yeah, out, they're gonna, dra- they gonna, they gonna draft a guy. You got to draft Gino. Gino Smith deal. I think it's like a yeah. two-year deal, placeholder. You got to draft a guy if you Seattle. But maybe they look at this class and they go, "Not this class. We want to draft someone. We think there's a better quarterback class yeah, but coming, the, but, and you need a backup. Then Cam could go there. But then you putting that pressure on, on Gino, Gino. That's what yeah. I'm because saying. Gino's not too far removed from Cam Newton. Right. They're too close. Too close. You know what I'm this saying? This is what I mean. It's, it's, Cam's overqualified. Close. He's overqualified. You, so, that's why Carolina made all the sense of the world when he went to Carolina two years, two seasons ago, because those guys were just, you know, Cam had a certain – his was, his was different. When you start messing around with Geno's or you say, well, what about, what about if he goes to San Francisco? What about if he is too close? Because people still feel like if you sign him, he can play. Uh-huh. And then the, the second-string quarterback noise comes up. So it's just got to be the right situation. But we keep, go, we keep sitting here thinking about the right situation, and we can't find the right situation. Like, I hear when people say that, it sounds right. The New York but like, Giants. help me find the right situation. The like, he couldn't, go, he couldn't go. Like, even though Miami signed Mike White, he couldn't go there. Right. With he needs Tua. to go to a yeah, guy. Because like as soon as – to a struggle, everybody was going to be like, Cam, come on, man. Yep. That's the same thing with Daniel Jones. You're going to do that Daniel Jones? No, you can't do that to you Daniel Jones. You can't do that Daniel Jones. No, you just paid him all that money. That's what I'm yeah, saying, I, think Daniel, Jones, I think Daniel Jones is enough of a head start. Yeah. So, uh, yeah who, got, who, you, who are you doing this to? Too much money. No, I'm saying I think he no, has no, enough I, I know, I hear that. So I'm, I'm still asking the question, like, who are we doing this to? Yeah, it's a good question. Who would I do it to? Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson. 
Cam well, Lamar's getting ready. Lamar's getting ready to get paid. Okay, so, but that's fine. But Lamar's a lot better. Than well, Cam. Oh, so if, if if he gets ready to get so so if Lamar's Lamar paid, paid yeah. okay, then he becomes a real two yeah. in Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. A real two. Yeah. Yeah. Not a competing you gotta one. You got to look yes, for a yes. running type situation because uh, even if you put in Philly, okay. Buffalo, right? Yeah. 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 Do you pay? You pay Jalen Hurts. You bring in Cam. Yeah. Because okay. you you already committed to Jalen. By the way, yeah. speaking of the Panthers and Cam Newton, they drafted Cam first with the overall pick, first overall pick in 2011, right? Who are they going to take with the first overall pick this year? Dijon J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app go to prizepicks.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 that's prizepicks.com morning code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 prize picks pick more pick less it's that easy passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors... You're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. The 2023 NFL Draft. So you ready for the draft? Let's get started. Live from downtown Kansas City, Missouri. The NFL Draft is officially open. It all begins with round one, Thursday, April 27th on ESPN Radio, ESPN, and on ABC. With the first pick. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, we are joined now by the man himself, Mel Kuyper Jr., ESPN NFL Draft expert, host of Diary and Mel. What is going on, Mel Kuyper Jr.? What up, Mel? Hey, guys. Good to be with you, man. Who are you drafting with the number one overall pick, Mel, if you're the Panthers? Yeah, I wouldn't draft uh, you know, anybody right now. I'd wait it out. I think the pick is not in yet. Obviously, we don't know who it's going to be, which is tremendous to have it here in, uh, you know, near the end of March and not knowing. I don't know if we'll know, know on draft day, but I think it's still up for grabs. I think it's still a decision that Frank Reich has to make and that the Carolina Panther organization has to make. It's not easy because we have an outlier in Bryce Young. 
If he were you know, six foot and change and he was 215 pounds, it would be easy. But it's not when you're 5'10 and change and a manufactured 204 pounds. And Frank Reich has preferred the bigger quarterback in his history. That's why C.J. Stroud seems like the quarterback that right now, if you said, okay, well, why are you projecting Stroud number one? It's because of that exact fact. He's a lot bigger. He's coming off the outstanding game against Georgia. Strong combine. You wish he would have played like it against Georgia throughout his, the last two years at Ohio State on a regular basis. Hopefully he can bottle that and take it into the National Football League with him. So if you're asking me right now, it would say C.J. Stroud, but it's still a really too close to call. Mel, is there any chance at all that they go defense in this situation with a guy like Will Anderson? No. And Will Anderson is not, in my opinion, key. He's not Von Miller. He's not Miles Garrett. He's not that kind of guy. Uh, he's not, he doesn't have the bend. He doesn't have the explosiveness. He's a great kid. He's a hard worker. He's got tremendous hand usage. Uh, he's going to work and he's going to learn. He's going to develop every trick in the book of how to beat an offensive tackle. I get that. But that initial get off, that tremendous bend that Miles Garrett and Von Miller have, you don't see with Will Anderson Jr. So, no, if he was special like those guys, I'd say, yeah, you would think about it. But this is a quarterback league. Uh, they need one. And you got a couple guys up there, really three to four, if you want to say Anthony Richardson is a developmental quarterback who could be great with the right tutelage. And Will Levis can't be forgotten here. I think he's a guy that people are just overlooking how good he is when he was healthy at Kentucky, how good he was at Kentucky when he was healthy. Uh, and then certainly uh, the other two we've talked about a lot, Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. So I don't think Carolina can go any direction except quarterback, considering, as I said, that you don't have that special entity on the defensive side of the ball this year. Mel, it seems like it's inevitable that Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets. If that is the case, what are you expecting the Packers to do? Packers, yeah, I think you look at the offensive side. To me, I think you, and defensively, could use another pass rusher, like a Lucas Van Ness from Iowa, somebody like that, a Will McDonald the fourth from Iowa State. Uh, certainly you could go certainly tight end with Michael Mayer from Notre Dame and Dalton Kincaid from Utah are right there. They're battling out to see who the first tight end is. Also keep in mind, one's a move tight end, Kincaid. One's more of a traditional inline guy in Michael Mayer. So it depends upon what you want there for Green Bay. But I would get a, a pass catcher for Jordan Love the tight end, and certainly uh, go to the defensive side of the ball as well uh, and think about that spot. So either way, you can't lose if you end up at 13 and 15. Now, you get one guy if you end up at 15. Now, if you get the 13th pick, you can get two spots filled, right? You can only get one spot filled at 15 if you don't get the 13th pick, and that would probably be, I think, maybe a defensive side of the ball guy in Lucas Van Ness from Iowa. Mm. Mel Kuyper, Jr., ESPN senior NFL draft analyst, joined us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max um, Mel, when you look at the Cowboys and what they need, they need a tight end. They address the receiver position. They also could use some help at the running back spot. Where do you think they go mm -hmm. in the first 60, 60 picks of the draft? Yeah, the Cowboys key, I think you look at where they are right now and you say, okay, that running back spot, if B. John Robinson is there, they have Tony Pollard. If B. John Robinson is there, do you take him? Buffalo Bills could be looking at B. John Robinson as well. Uh, also, the tight end spot, as you mentioned, Dalton Kincaid, Utah, Michael Mayer, Notre Dame, Darnell Washington. Don't forget about that freakish talent from Georgia and what he can bring to an offense. And also don't forget about a guy that I gave them. He's red hot right now. I thought about making him the 10th pick, 16th pick in that area. Adi Tamiwa Adabare from Northwestern is a kid who had a solid career, 
everybody, you know, Air Force, Army, one of them coming out of high school. He's a tremendous young man. He's got scheme versatility. He can be a three technique, can be outside. He can do a lot of things, a wider array of, of possibilities for, for this kid. And he tested off the charts, guys. 44940 with tremendous arm length uh, is incredible. So there's a kid, uh, Aditamiwa Adabare from Northwestern. If he's there, I would write it down. I think he could go a little earlier. By the time I get the Mach 4.0, guys, I may have him in the top 10 to 15. Meantime, Mel, you uh, have Anthony Richardson at five to the Seahawks. We were just discussing Cam Newton and talking about the kind of teams he, he could back up for. <laughs> and when the Seahawks came up, of course, he's talking about, well, really, their guy now is a bridge to a quarterback of the future. And, man, Anthony Richardson's uh, uh, combine. Five to the Seahawks. Tell me about it. Yeah, I think it makes sense from the standpoint of the team and where the player is being selected. Uh, you know, Seattle has a quarterback in Geno Smith who's coming off a great year. Uh, can he do it over a period of time? This is the career year for Geno. And then you have a win-win. If he doesn't, you got Anthony Richardson being developed. He had one year as a starter at Florida. Loved him against Utah. I thought he'd be the number one pick in the draft after the Utah game September 3rd. Next week, he struggles against Kentucky. Struggles with some accuracy, some throws that were just off the mark in other games, okay? But the rocket arm is obvious. The tremendous running ability. He will be one of the elite running quarterbacks of the NFL from day one. He wants to be great. I'd get him to Josh Allen's guy right away and start working with him on the accurate passing, develop that a little bit more precise passing, and you could have something special. So for Seattle to me, this is a bonus pick. You got it in a Russell Wilson deal. You pick again at 20. I know Jalen Carter, defensive tackle, Georgia, and other guys will be tempting here, but why not go Anthony Richardson if he's there, if you're Seattle? Uh, he needs to go to a team that doesn't need him right away to be the guy. Seattle would be that perfect spot for me. Mm, I think he would be a great fit in Seattle. We were having a conversation like Max alluded to uh, on Cam Newton before, and I think the overall sentiment, Mel, is that we all believe that Cam Newton should be one of the quarterbacks in the NFL, one of the 64 quarterbacks in the NFL. I wanted to ask you, do you think Cam Newton is still talented enough to be in the NFL? And if so, what do you think the right fit for Cam Newton is? You know, yeah, I haven't thought about it a lot as a backup role. I mean, that's something you have to hand pick, and you figure you got to mentor young quarterbacks, and that's where that's such a key thing in terms of the backup quarterback and where you want to go. We have Carson Wentz looking to be a backup now and do that. You see what Gardner Minshew has become. We saw Doug Peterson behind, you know, Brett Favre all those years. So where can he go to mentor that young quarterback? And like I say, when you look at where we are right now in the National Football League, to me, that's a key role. And like I said, you always want that. They always wanted that with Josh. Allen up in Buffalo. Somebody there can work with them and, and not battle them. You don't want to battle. If you're not battling for the starting job, you're basically there in case an injury occurs to get us through the season and not bottom out. And also, more importantly, mentor that young quarterback and help be an extra coach with that quarterback, working with him and getting him up to speed on what it takes to be a, a pro and what it takes to be an NFL starting quarterback. Mm. The inimitable Mel Kuyper Jr., ladies and gentlemen, ESPN NFL draft expert, of course. Thanks, right, Mel. Mel. Take care, guys. Enjoy it, man. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Is there a moment at which Jets fans should start panicking that Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is not yet in Jersey? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. 
Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance and joined now by the host of Canty and Carlin, one of the hosts, Chris Canty, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on? Max, have you let your Eagles off-season point go about how many players they lost on the it defensive side like of the ball? Have, you let, that, more have you let that go? I mean, <laughs> I know it was about an hour and a half ago. I just yeah. want to make sure you're over it no, I haven't. before so I jump into the show. So I haven't. I mean, the conversation had long passed. Yeah. We were on three other teams. Back to that was, you just brought <laughs> it back from back two hours ago. Kept coming back to Now it. that you mention it, actually, <laughs> Slay, what threw me was, oh, Slay's at, oh, wait, he resigned? No, he's back. He's back. He's back. I like how the Eagles fans were treating him supposedly on the way out the door. Yeah, you're no good anyway. We like Bradbury. No, I'm, I'm still good the, to the point where your team wants to pay me $42 million. I'm yeah, still yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, now they love him I'm still again. pretty good. <laughs> All right. Now, listen, I'm glad you're listening to the show, Chris. With, with 10 games left in the season and Austin Reeves dropping 35. Hello. Do the Lakers make the playoffs if LeBron doesn't return until the playoffs, like he can't play this regular season, can the Lakers make the playoffs? Well, it don't sound like that's going to be the case. I mean, Darvin Ham says they expect him back at some point this season. So in order to guarantee that you are going to be in the postseason, you have to get into the play-in and win games in the play-in in order to get to the playoffs. So I'm operating with the assumption that LeBron is going to be back. And you can't post what he posts on his Instagram with the animation of him in the cryotube if he's not going to be back for the regular season. game and a half season. out of six right now. No, I understand that, Max. All I'm simply saying is <laughs> LeBron James is going to be back. And I fully anticipate that the Lakers will not only be in the play-in, but they will actually be in a playoff series. Hey, where'd it go, Canty? I like that. They will, will actually be in a playoff series. I love that. That's great. I am with you rocking 100%, sir. Yeah. So, right now the Lakers are – 13 games, well, they're a game and a half back. So you have three teams tied at 12 and a half games, one team, Dallas Mavericks, at 12, Golden State at 11 and a half. So they're, they're right there. Yeah. I, I, I guess that I have no doubt I think LeBron's going to come back, even though I get conflicting reports because Brian Windhorst literally said days before he's nowhere close to coming back. And then you got Darvin Ham saying he's coming back. But I think it's safe to say we expect LeBron to come back. Yeah. If they do make the playoffs, Chris Canty, look into your crystal ball. How far can this team go with LeBron not having the reps for the past month and a half? Oh, I think they can go on a deep playoff run. When you look at the top three seeds in the West, why wouldn't I think that the Lakers, with their playoff experience and championship pedigree, be able to upset one of those teams? I'm going to pin you down. Deep now. Deep means Western Conference Finals. Yeah. 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 yeah, That's what I'm saying. It just depends on the draw. But, I mean – when you look at the first-round matchup, if it's going to be the Nuggets, if it's going to be the Grizzlies, if it's going to be the Kings, why would I not think the Lakers have more than a puncher's chance against those teams? We don't know what the hell the Grizz are going to be when John Morant gets back. We don't know – well, 
I don't yeah. say we don't I know, I know but I don't trust the Denver Nuggets when they get there. And this is the first foray in this territory for the Sacramento Kings. That's an upstart group. So, yeah, why wouldn't I think that the Lakers, with AD playing the way that he's playing, the supporting cast that they've put around Braun, and then the Kings' playmaking ability, why wouldn't I think that the Lakers could beat their first-round opponent? I think they have a, leg- a legitimate chance. I mean, you, you said deep. That means Western Conference Finals. Yeah. Not, you know, it's more than first round. No, I but know. I, 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 will, I will also pose this, though. Just throwing it out there, devil's okay. advocate. I'm listening. You don't play your sport in a month and a half. You're going to get dropped back in with a game left or two. You're going to hit the ground running if you're LeBron James. Yeah. Isn't that a lot to ask for? I'm not saying he can't do it. Is it realistic to think LeBron is going to hit his stride without playing basketball in a month and a half? Realistic or not, I don't think it's a lot to ask for LeBron because LeBron James asked a lot from the Lakers organization. Think about this. He was the one that pushed for Russell Westbrook to get there. That turned out to be a freaking disaster. And then we're starting to talk about Rob Palenka making the decision to use that first-round draft pick in order to bring players that were more complimentary around LeBron. They brought in Jared Vanderbilt. They brought in Malik Beasley. I mean, when you go out and make the move for Rui Achimura, they did those things to win now. Lakers so have a puncher's I, chance. So how can I do that? How can I make those moves as an organization and then not have Braun back their play by being able to show up and show out when he gets back in the yeah, lineup? The, the Lakers, no, he for the sure going to play. Yeah, because if, if, if LeBron ain't going to show up, and if he's not going to show up either because he can't play due to an injury or he's compromised because of the injury, then what the hell was the point of trading the first-round pick this year? What was the point? You could have just let Russell Westbrook's contract go off the books and use this year as a failed season. I understand. Ten games left. That's what I'm saying. No, there are some teams you can look at and you say, they have no chance to make the Western Conference Finals. You can't say that about the Lakers. You can't say no chance. The odds are against it, but they have a nice little supporting cast. Now, the reason yeah. – the reason, what's that? I didn't say anything. Oh, I thought I heard someone <laughs> say something. No. The reason I brought up Austin Reeves is because they've been good in recent years at coming up with that piece that, oh, wait, they got a rotation piece out of yeah, nowhere? Yeah, yeah, They do. They got, not just the trades. They, they, they got shooting, though, Max. That's do. the biggest thing. They yeah, couldn't Beasley shoot. And, yep. Yeah, you got to have shooters, man. You got to be able to knock down open shots, especially with the double teams that AD and LeBron draw. So I think that matters. And then having somebody else that can create offense like D'Angelo Russell so all of the playmaking responsibility doesn't fall on LeBron, I think that matters, right, Jay? I mean, you would know better than anybody. I mean, every time LeBron James has won a championship, what has he been surrounded with? Not rocket science. Guys that can space the floor to open up the lane for him to attack. And get into those gaps. I mean, that's that's their whole space. And that's, perimeter defenders. And another playmaker, like <laughs> the reason why he had D Wade, playmaker that can yep. play off each other. Kyrie Irving, playmaker, playmaker. that can play off each other. D Low, like not at the same level as Kyrie or Dwayne Wade, but another suitable, serviceable playmaker. Max? Meantime, we were we were asking before we even uh, got into this segment about Aaron Rodgers Uh-oh. and oh, when God. the Jets. When Jets fans start to panic, mm-hmm. is there a moment at which – see, to, to me it seems like Packers have to trade him, Jets need him to need to trade him, and Rodgers need to play for the Jets. But is there a moment at which you go, now you got to be nervous, Jets fans? Beyond all of the leverage part of it, because I know we're on different sides of that conversation, if the Jets don't have this deal done by the start of training camp, it's hard to imagine that they wouldn't lose ground as a team that has championship aspirations when QB1 – don't start off training camp along with the other 31 teams. Yeah, so, I mean, get, to me, he, that, he'll to me, get that's moved the, before training camp, though, uh, Canty. He'll get moved before training camp. But, well, I they, mean, but uh, yeah. here's my point, though, Key. If they don't trade him before the draft, that means that the Packers can't get draft picks to help Jordan Love in 2023 as a part of the Aaron Rodgers trade. 
What would be the rush from the Packers' standpoint to move him once well, we got to you, the beginning you, of training camp? Well, you know what I'm saying? If they one, don't move him before money, the draft, then what money, would be the Packers' hurry to well, move if him? You're the yeah, Jets. but even though, even though you got the $58 million on the books accounted for already, you still don't want to carry that. Plus, it hurts them from a draft standpoint. Because remember, they got to still account for st- signing their rookies that they draft. They still need salary cap space from that. They need salary cap space from June 1st designations. There's a lot to be desired for Green Bay to be able to get it done. And I think people sitting around, they looking at it, and they going, well, Green Bay could just sit and wait. Yes, but do you want to sit and wait and have Aaron Rodgers messing around the facility? Do you want people to continue? Should you, shouldn't you bring him in? Jordan Love didn't look great in minicamp. I mean, do you want to really be dealing with that? I don't think it's a lot to deal with. And the bonus that Aaron Rodgers is due doesn't have to be paid out till week one of the regular season. So if you're the Jets, it behooves you to get this done sooner rather than later so you can make sure that he's there at the start of training camp. And to me, the most value, that, or not even value, but the most leverage that the Jets have in this negotiation is dangling the draft compensation that would go back to the Packers in order to support Jordan Love this year. If you take that away from Green Bay, what, what's the urgency that the Packers would have to move Aaron Rodgers before training camp. No, there, is there, there just the only, isn't any. But there's a tactic. The, Jet, the Jets could say if they stuck to their guns, at a certain point, at this date, this is the best offer you're going to get. We're not going beyond that. And after that, the offer gets worse. Yeah, that but how can you say the offer gets worse when just you don't like have a quarterback? Just like that. What leverage? What leverage? Okay, okay. <laughs> the offer gets worse. Yep. Okay, great. I'm going to have to eat Aaron Rodgers $60 million. Okay, go ahead and do what it. the hell are you going to do about quarterback? Uh, that's that's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll deal with it another time. You yeah. wanna, you wanna you're going to burn your season. And you're going to wait. You're going to burn you want to eat sixty million. Yeah, you want to eat sixty million and damage this kid with Aaron Rodgers hanging How around. How are you going to damage the kid? Aaron Rodgers be- ain't going to even be in the building. He's in California, but he ain't going to be in the building. The question: you don't Get the draft picks you could want. Chris, Aaron, should Aaron Rodgers be your quarterback this year? He's out there. How come you guys didn't bring him in? You're paying him money to sit around and wait. We don't understand. You Jordan don't Love go gets that. hurt, and now Aaron Rodgers is called into service, and he's much better than Jordan. There's a million different things that can Aaron go Aaron Rodgers ain't playing for the Packers this year, right. guys, and no so you matter just what. Said, no matter pick, what. You want draft picks from this year in order to support Jordan Love. You want to forego that and pay $60 million for nothing? Or what, you want wait, these draft wait, what picks? I'm saying is it won't come down to that because the Jets can't afford not to have Aaron Rodgers in and training camp. can the Packers All I know afford is, but the, but the All I know is if Max Kellerman and Keyshawn are the Jets – and Chris Canty or the Green Bay Packers, we're not getting any deal done. Now, I will say, I will, I will say, I will, I will say this, Jay. If both, if both sides are undamn reasonable no, we and hard-headed. I will say this, Jay. Never mind. Look at Eat what happens next in, week yeah. in the owners' meetings. When you get the general managers and the owners together, we'll see what ends up happening, whether or not we get some movement on that front. Because right now there's a lot of hurt feelings in Green Bay with that Aaron Rodgers situation. Yep. We'll see if they can get together in person, a more relaxed environment, and hammer this deal on Max, out. Max, what, what did I hey, say to you the other hey, day? Hey, buddy. Like, we're expecting everybody to be reasonable. They will be eventually. Well, not look, every, check not this every out, buddy. If it wasn't for the people. last minute, nothing would get done. Go ahead, Keith. I'm not doing the deal anyway, Jason, okay? Never mind. You go ahead and you pay your guy the $58 million. We'll figure it out. Don't worry about you, there it. There is nothing luck, you figure Chris. out. You don't have Good a quarterback. Luck. Good luck. You don't know what I have. Chris, more you don't, you don't have I, I can go. Chris, I may be happy there. with Ryan Tannehill. You don't go know. Get Baker Mayfield. Uh, Good luck. I may decide. One, the, well, the Baker Mayfield. Get Baker. Get Baker. I may Air sign one. Cam. Leave me alone. All right. I just that Chris has not heard of Air One. 
This is because he very... doesn't spend. Chris doesn't spend time in Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah, I know, so but much. this is only Key and a few of his friends have heard of this place. Uh, it's a, each egg costs a million dollars there. If you, <laughs> man, we use Cam Newton going to be a, a quarterback in the NFL is next year? Too much to pay no, for nah. an egg. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. As always, <laughs> the basketball. Unless, unless wait, are you, where are you going right now? You got anywhere to be? You're in a sweatshirt. How much is too much? You're in a sweatshirt. Why don't you hang out? They put you to work. You know how they do you. Yeah, that's right. Canty. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun. Now streaming on Hulu. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Unsure. Unsure. I'm going to have to send Chris Canty a videotape of my movements, man. I got the mic now. This is the problem. Whenever whenever Max has Chris Canty come on the show, he gets very nervous, right? You see the feet get tucked over each other because he's worried about... Is he going to mess with the shoe game? Hey, going to mess me with, under pressure. Are they capris? What's going on? But like today, Max is fine with the pants, fine with the kicks, but he lifted his arms, and that's all Chris Canty needed. And there are two holes <laughs> under Max Kellerman's right armpit. Man, what? are you, are you sure? Hey, see, see, I'm Chris, sure. Chris Canty, Chris Canty. What really, really is very interested. He like likes to study me. Chris, That's I'll send you the sh- video. I will I send you the videotape of my daily uh, you whereabouts. Gave, you gave it to me. Jay, 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 I wasn't Jay, looking man, for it. Why you gotta do that? Like that. Yeah. That's Chris. Had the arm up like he was Cadillacing. Look at it, zoom in right there. Zoom all the way. Look at those man. He got some underarm ventilation right there in his sweater. Could use it. Yeah, Keith, man. Why you gotta do my man Max like that? No, why you gotta do him like that, Keith? I didn't bring it up today. He got the Come nerve on, to man. talk to me. I didn't bring it up. I heard, right. I heard during the break. I didn't bring it up. Jay brought it up. I didn't so want- you got to be very careful when you say stuff around Jay. Because Jay will Why are you use. Why so insecure and making this about me? This well, is about you, Chris Kelty and Max. No, I'm not making no. about you. I'm no, just you saying. Have, no, on I'm on the opposite side of you. Even if I did see it, I wouldn't bring it up. Chris I, like, I just don't understand how you let Chris's your man come on national eye. TV and radio Chris like is, that. Chris Canty's That's private your man. eye assigned to follow one man, me. He just studies what I wear every day. Wakes king? up in the morning. Yo, what's Max wearing? Is this your king? Yeah. But you really are Max, Max Kellerman? Not with the holes in his sweater? Key, key, I will admit this. When this dude, when I know this dude's going to be on the show, if it, if it occurs to me, I make sure the uptowns are clean, though. Therefore, <laughs> yeah. you better make sure you don't have holes in your clean. clothes either. Yeah. Who even thinks? I never even 
The thought of it was I, there was a hole. No, you got to put the sweater on and see it. There's no way you didn't see it when you put the sweater on. How do you not inspect what you're going to wear the day before? You're inspecting the underarms? Inspect. Yeah, I'm saying you're inspecting the underarms. I look at my Here's Jay about to put something on. Let me see. Make sure. I lay out my outfit the night before. I still wake up in the dark and put on my outfit. This probably happened just now. You, my you, muscles bulging nah, from everything. Nah, you know, nah, nah. Kid in school. Don't sit there and tell that lie, Max. He was that that was like that when you left the house this morning. See, can't he? he was that kid at school. He didn't pick out his outfit the night before school. Yeah. You can't be going to school just picking out Who your outfit. Who picked out my outfit, Jay? Huh? Who picked out my outfit? Moms? I don't know. <laughs> just laid it out for me. Oh, I picked out my you outfit. You picked out your outfit yeah. before I picked you out my own outfit, yeah. Of course. I don't know yes. if I believe you. I had the leaves with the crease right down the middle. Had to iron them the night Oh, very before. fresh, yeah. That they had to match They had to match the La Tigra. <laughs> that fresh Couldn't crease. be two tones. Had to be of a cre- And then the Voscos a little later on, they were two tones. So then lazy. you had to put you had to put the La Tigra that had to match the same color as the yeah. You got lazy in older older yeah. race. That's, yeah, that's easier when it's a uniform, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey Max, real quick, real yeah, quick. Yeah, Julius yeah. Randle, fifty seven points at the garden. Most memorable sports performance at the garden. Ali Frazier won. Ali Frazier won. Yeah, Frazier knocks Ali. I, I wasn't alive for it. But no, no, no. I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, Ali Frazier I mean, won. Yeah, I will go from Kyle because I was doing a lot of college. Probably Kimba Walker making that shot against Pitt. Yeah, like that step back during the eight, during the Big East tournament. Yeah, because they won the whole thing that year. They beat everybody, but it was crazy because he literally made that dude fall. Yeah, it was crazy. That was stupid for me. It's got to be Reggie Miller. What was oh, it, like eight points in 12 oh. seconds, 11 seconds, something like that? The game was over. The it Knicks over. were up six, I want to say. Six or eight. Yeah, yeah. And Reggie Miller somehow, it like, defied explanation. I don't know how that happened. What about you, Key? I did, wrong guy. Not paying attention yeah, to Staples right. Center. He could tell Farm. you. He, yeah, right. He Great Western Forum, Staples Center. I don't, yeah. Man, you played in New York all them years. Come on now. Man, I really didn't go to Nick Games, though, like that. Only when the Lakers and the Bulls were in town. That was pretty much it. Okay. Hold up, CC. I said question. There's another one. Co- Kobe though. and Jordan in the All-Star game? Like Kobe going at Jordan in the All-Star that game? That, that was one I do want to ask you we were talking about before. Cam Newton. You think when it's all said and done, Cam Newton will be a backup quarterback in the NFL this season? He should be. I mean, he's or not even 34 season. years old yet. You can't tell me that there are 64 quarterbacks in the world that are better than him. The only question with Cam is can he stay healthy because you need your backup to be reliable, and I think that's been the knock on him for the last four or five years. He should be, but will he be? <sighs> Eight ball says doubtful, Jay. As much as I want to think that the NFL is a meritocracy, we're seeing with the Lamar Jackson situation that it's not. Chris Canty, host of Canty and Carlin, and also a private eye on the side on ESPN Radio. You can hear, you can hear. It ain't, it ain't clothing, my fault your private eye. janky. But clothing, private eye. Hire Chris Canty. What's your rate? What's your rate? What are we charging? Huh? What's your, yeah. what's your PI? What are we charging? I don't know, man. Max can't afford me. Ooh. Max can't afford me. He ain't got enough money. He can afford a sweater yeah, he, with he holes in it. He can't afford a sweater without holes in it. He clearly can't afford my. Well, I feel bad for you today, he can't Max. What's that? Max, you sit out I feel, feel like bad this. for you today, man. This dude, listen, whoever's peg you can Ain't nothing go wrong with my hoodie. Go get a nice sweatshirt. Wah, 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 Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.